0: Welcome to the self evident podcast. You got Mike and Massey. Ah, uh, Massey was mocking me. I
1: mocking is a sincere form of flattery, folks.
0: Who came up with that I definition? Just think,
1: I think <laughs> who mocking was it that thought that up is a flattering thing because I'm. I'm you want trying to be like to you? Mock. <laughs> no, I'm trying to be like you. <laughs> I think you've mixed your
0: definition. Might could have imitation, <laughs> might could have. I don't know. Mock,
1: imitate. It's the mock, yeah, ing, ing, yeah, yeah,
0: bird, bird yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, he's never, he, I, he I, has I, no idea. Swan. No, I don't. <laughs> Name that reference! 50 extra points to those of you who can put that reference in the
1: comments. You <laughs> might just goes off. He says, You uncultured swine. Golly. It's oh, early. I wow. feel like it, it's okay.
0: Can I get some kind of redemption points if I can guess what it is? Yeah, sure. Yes. Okay. Is it something from Napoleon Dynamite? No. no. Okay.
1: Then
2: negative I have, 50 I have, points. Yeah. Wow.
1: Oh, remember that yeah.
0: whole little mocking i mocking i subscribed to i subscribe to your definition now. yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. mocking is flattery you, see, yes. you should be flattered <laughs> i'm <laughs> i'm blushing over here you guys can't see it uh, uh, welcome mm-hmm. how are you we're gonna make it we're gonna uh, get through it i hope y'all had a great weekend <sighs> it's monday morning we're here it's game time And we're going to do it. We're We're all going to get through it. We're going to do things. Now, uh, you may have noticed that the title was a little bit uh, (laughs) controversial. (laughs) A little bit (laughs) clickbaity. I don't care. I like to do it.
1: (laughs) It is. And the pictures actually mean something. So I hope people do click and go, they're saying they're not Jesuses? Listen to the podcast, y'all. Donald Trump said he was a Christian. Easy now. We'll get into it. Don't worry. But first, we gotta get into a little news bits. News bits. News bits. We gotta we gotta intro it in because someone's creating a bumper for us right now. Oh, see, I was just talking to somebody about one. Who's doing Who's it? Who's doing it? Who are you? Having? Who are you having? Who are you? You, Who are you first? You, you brought up first. <laughs> the guy doing our shirt.
0: Possibly, oh, see, I got Joe working on it.
1: Oh, let's do it. It's all good. But here's a
0: competing. Who makes the best one? Can I be? That's the not the Lord.
1: That's not Jesus. Sister. That's right. Jesus was a He never would compete. He would never compete.
0: <laughs> so we're going to take all submissions, and we'll have 40 minutes of
1: a bumper before news bits. <laughs> well, here's, here's, here's the thing, though. You guys got to get on helping us with uh, the truth.com. Let's get Soros. Let's uh, share the podcast because there's a lot that we need to discuss. So we need you to share the video and tell people about the podcast we need to get you on and then read the blogs and stuff yeah because there's so much going on out there we have right. biblical answers and we want you to be truly truly jesus-like in the culture right now yeah what you wait now for? also too we got the the the, the match grant you could yeah. be a, a torchbearer you could be a lot of these things help us get to that goal guys because we love you so we're thank you so almost much there you really we're pretty we're close thank there. you jesus And
0: as soon as we hit it, we'll raise the the standard again. Yeah, we'll raise the
1: debt ceiling. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that was timely.
0: Come on, on that was timely. I like it. It's on. It's on. Yeah, we're rolling. Juices are flowing. Sounds gross. (laughs) All right, (laughs) here we go. (laughs) Five minute countdown. Let's go. Three. All right. Two. News bits. One. Go. Oh man, I have a joke I can make. I'm not gonna do it. (laughs) California wants to take your kids
1: for mis. Gendering them because of course a bill proposed by Laurie Wilson and Scott weiner First, he should never introduce a bill about kids, just his name oh, alone, which
0: should crush you. Bro, bro. This guy fulfills his name in every possible pervert. Way. We'll get to him in a second, though. They are looking to amend the state family code addressing 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 the health, safety, and welfare of the child in every household. This means that if that bill passes, guys. A child could be removed from their parents' home if the parents are deemed, quote, anti-LGBTQ+. Because that's sensible. Under the code, courts would be given complete authority to remove children from their homes if their parents refuse to affirm their gender. It will also require schools, churches, and other organizations to follow suit or face repercussions for impacting the health safety and welfare of a child individuals and organizations who refuse or do not acknowledge a child's gender identity could potentially face abuse charges however a spokesperson for rep wilson's office said the bill only applies to family law and not criminal law oh thank you you're so kind you
1: know what's so dumb about this what if a parent said you know what i don't want you to be a football player i want you to be you know, I don't think football's a good thing. I think my you kids, should be a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. I think you know. Why don't you pursue that? I've been talking to my kids about it. My son, he's like, man, I really want to play football. Blah blah blah. I'm like, it's a lot of work, right? So, is there a plan B at all? You know, because it's a lot of work. You know, I was yeah. telling him about one of our friends, Austin. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of work. And now he's like, man, I don't know if I want to do this. He put in a lot of a lot of time yeah. into it, right? So if I say no, I don't really know if that's the best thing. Why would I be arrested for Abuse. trying to? Right. It's like what other group? What other group of people, if you just said no, I don't believe you're that, you can get arrested for right and you, take your kids away.
0: Golly, man. And, and oh. I mean there's so identity. much this this
1: could be a whole podcast episode at this point. I, yeah, right? you know what? Yeah. You're right. You're right. Let's do no, it. No, no, but I, I think uh, you're like because if a kid says, I want to be a gang member, bro, like I want to be in a gang, it's like no. Right. I'm going to discipline, you know, that's crap because all of a sudden what that's his identity. That's what he wants. So, so with this conceivably, and now you're going to say, oh, that
0: won't happen. That's drastic. But think about this. Three, four year old goes into the doctor's office and a checkup happens to say, I think I'm a girl. And the doctor looks at the parent and says, Oh, so are you going to start the process then? And the parent says, Well, no, he's said that for the last day and he's just messing around. That could open the parent up Dude. to losing their kid.
1: Dude, this is insane that this is the route we're going. It is thought policing people. Actually, you know what's funny? Put the, if you guys could just listen to what he's saying, you can't even say anymore, Oh, that'll never happen. Cause we never thought we would be at this point. Right. Pretty soon there's organizations out there that are actually for man, boy love stuff. Nambla Nambla. Right. There's there. Don't tell me these guys aren't going to start getting promoted if we don't do something now. Right. Because this is ridiculous. It's gotten this far where now we're talking about parents aren't even parents anymore. They can't even parent their own kids who birthed that child. Not the state. Right. Not the, the state ain't got no rights over my kids. And that is called, and dude, he, he said this. You want a king over you? I'm going to take your sons. I'm going to take your daughters. Now, he was going to use them for war. He's using them for war true. against you.
0: They're, they're wards of the state. At Absolutely. That point. And I, I do want to get in this guy, Scott Weiner. This is the one who few you... <laughs> just. I, I really I, you know, understand for, why he turned out the way he did, but
1: with a name like that, with a little cash, change the name.
0: Right. You know, go through the process, although I think he probably kind of embraces it with the type of lifestyle he leads. Probably per few years ago, he pushed a bill that removed a felony from knowingly infecting someone with HIV. He was the one who pushed that bill in california dude he's seriously he he also introduced a bill that grants judicial leniency to certain pedophiles was accused of a hate crime hoax and last year suggested offering drag queen 101 as a part of the k-12 curriculum so there's
1: that dude these guys are mentally deranged and sick and unhinged truly this is truly demonic this is demonic now california i love the ones that are and continue to fight we're fighting with you. If there's anything else we yes. can do, we want to fight with you. Uh, but they're sick, bro. Yes. Like that is sick, dude. Uh, that that governor, just as sick. Oh, he's just he's he's, he's more an, he's more repressed he's about it. But he's he's
0: uh, anyways. How much time we got, bud? Oh, there, yeah, there it is. We go. All right. Whatever. Sorry, we didn't get to the other two, but I think that was an important. But conservatism is to, on the rise, according to a Gallup poll. I oh, bonus soccer points or soccer time. Uh, I'm gonna quick read this. Gallup also found increases in conservative views on social issues among most age groups between 2021 and 2023, including a 6% increase amongst 18 to 29-year-olds. That's huge. 13% increase among 30 to 49-year-olds. 11% increase among 50 to 64-year-olds. You know what that means? Liberals keep doing what you're doing because you're pushing people towards us.
1: Well, yeah, but like uh, Pastor Todd was telling me they were on a, pl- uh, a, a ship or something. I don't know. They were, were on a vacation. And they were doing some kind of thing, and some lady was like, "Where are you from?" He said, "Florida." He goes, "Oh my gosh, that governor is the devil, basically." Yeah. Oh, I didn't right. hear but, this story. Well, he just told me yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Privileged. <laughs> so he told me yesterday, "Hey, you know, this lady said, you know, whatever," and and <laughs> Pastor Glenn had a similar thing, you know, that that uh, this governor is the devil and all these other things, and whether you think so or not. That's, that we'll do a podcast I've got on family that. members who right like, right but even conservatives now are turning against him because he's going you know he's going against trump and yeah. there's things that, that they're finding out about him. whatever you find out Austin pastor glenn had the best response he goes if he's so the devil he goes where are you from she goes new york he goes if he is why is everyone moving here <laughs> That's just like that whole America thing. I mean, like
0: America's so awful and evil and horrible. I mean, why ta- are you letting
1: everybody in? We're talking about this grid, this power grid going on here in, in Florida, right? Yeah. I mean, there's there's a there's a potential. Like when a hurricane hits, it goes bonkers. Can you yeah. imagine a, a power grid loss? There's a lot of people coming here. I'm not throwing a conspiracy. I'm just saying, a lot of people are coming. I don't know if they were prepared for that. You know, more right. and more people are coming to Florida. But I'm saying, this stuff here, like conservatism's on the rise. It is. Twenty twenty really did flip a lot of people. And it, it flips a lot of people, people to the left. So it's like, just keep preaching, keep doing what you're doing.
0: And that's, that's what I wanted to get away from this or, or get out of this is <clears throat> there is hope you're told constantly incessantly that there's nobody with you. Conservatives are crazy. You're all radical. You're evil, horrible. There are plenty of you and it's growing because guess what? When a guy like Scott Wiener is pushing this crap, you look sensible in comparison. <laughs> it's true you are the sensible party in this and i think the vast majority of people who look at their kids sitting in the living room playing go i don't want the government determining if i don't think right that they can take my kids whether or not they're christian whether or not they're conservative or liberal do you think scott weiner has kids no i highly doubt it now I could be wrong, but I don't think he tends to live that type of lifestyle. So why would you tell me how to raise my kids? Anyways, do not forget we've got the match in Grant, guys. We are almost there. Go to the self evident truth.com. Do a one time, do a monthly, help us get to our goal. Let's square this away. We're going to celebrate when we hit it. Uh, we're we're so close. It's game time, okay? If it, and do not forget that. I don't like to push this aspect of it, but I am going to say this. We are a nonprofit, so it is a tax write-off for you. So if you're looking for a place to get a tax write-off, help us turn the tide and move the, the conservative, most importantly, the Christian value set forward. That's what we're trying to do. We're yep. going to change this nation, but we need your help. All right. Vito. Christless conservatism. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so a bit of an exaggeration. <laughs>
1: well, explain your photo.
0: Explain the, explain the so, Maymay that the, was on the, the Facebook. And so, the Instagram. So, so somebody put up a promotion, this guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> as soon as
0: he showed up to me, I'm like,
1: okay, why <laughs> not? And,
0: and I told him, it's like, I need somebody to rein me in, Massey, because no, there, there may be a time where you... I just... You know, too far.
1: You know. let, let's say it that we're not saying those guys are Christless. And if you would listen to the podcast, you're going to understand why those pictures are on there. They themselves, for the most part, are Christian men. You know, Jordan Peterson's coming around to Christianity yep. little by little. Matt uh, Walsh, devout uh, Catholic. According to President Trump, he's a Christian. According to Stephen Crowder, he's a he's Christian. Christian. Uh, but there are many people who idolize these guys, the, the Tucker Carlson's yeah. of the world. And what, what we're talking about is your conservatism can't depend on man. uh uh, and and that we we can create an idol out of these men who are super smart who are gifted and talented but the flip side is there are others in this fight with conservatism that are christless and so we wanted to talk about that today that be careful you're not giving yourself over to things that have no end to redemption right thank you you. no that's perfect so we're gonna get into this I, i i have a whole list of people
0: that that are in Christian or in that direct realm of Christianity. And I think specifically of Jordan Peterson, because he's, he's so close, but what, what shows me that it's not there yet is he hasn't claimed Christ as his savior. No,
1: I know. I, so he does like, believe something's out there. Yes. And
0: Michaela, I think, is a Christian. I believe so. Yeah, I, she, I believe she, she, she's, sure. she's claimed Christ, which it's like, come on, girl, get your dad saved, you know, <laughs> let's go. What are you Step waiting up. for? What are you <laughs> waiting for? You're only managing his whole business affairs
1: Man, that guy makes a lot of money and you know it's crazy him. you know it's crazy it's effortless now he yeah. just stood and look at god use him no, he went through hell though
0: i think about that like the whole it, i was thinking about that just the other day he was a professor he was just teaching his classes his students wanted videos of his classes He's Like, oh, okay i'll record them and i'll put them up on on youtube nothing about him just you know and then he uploaded that one video of him arguing with students about bill C16 forcing pronouns and naming or whatever and it catapulted him yep he he became a world name and now to his credit he's trading on his name
1: more power to him more power to him <laughs> i you know i i will say too that that'd be a separate episode we should write down about what it takes to be in in the spotlight Yeah. You know, cuz that's good nobody like expected that. him to do that I don't think he expected it he but went that, through hell but through. the after effects uh the depression the stuff if you're not ready for that and you're not like you, you you can go through many things and it happens in ministry sometimes yeah. when you explode and you blow up you're not ready for the onslaught and the time it pulls on you and then like with your kids your family um and he went through it you know what I mean and and so it's i've been I've been praying for 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 guys like Jordan to to get saved, yeah. you know, to know Jesus. My own my own my only goal, his only goal, our ministry's goal is the gospel. We do government because it's just a piece of society we feel we got to be involved in for, for for now until God moves us. Which I if that's what he wants, that's what he wants. Good. But also pastoring and stuff, our goal is global domination of the gospel. Does that sound nefarious? No, I just want people to love Jesus and be transformed by Jesus and love god their father and receive the holy spirit that's my goal right what we're seeing with these guys is almost the same thing but if we're looking at it objectively like here's a good example i think i think and, I, and you, you can tell me no no, no you're matt walsh's matt walsh's video on what is a woman and i i thought so well done yeah. so well done i mean my son watched it he was like dad matt walsh's goat
2: <laughs> <laughs> he just said it this I morning like, i was like
1: "Bruh, what about your daddy you know what I mean? he's like yeah no you're more yeah. like a camel <laughs> i'm kidding no but like he uh great great documentary i thought very well done the problem is there was no jesus right no and- that's not his objective but be careful like what's their redemption because some of us will look at that video and go dang those guys are really going through it. You know, like, the, the, the mental derangement, the mental sickness of it, right? Some of us looking at them with stupid liberals. Where's, where's Christ and all that? Yeah. Like, the end goal is redemption. So you got them in an argument if they don't know what a woman is. But then what? That's in... Then and what? I'm glad you make that
0: point because what I wrote in here, um, Matt Walsh came out with a barnstormer of a documentary titled What is a Woman? She did... Or she, he... I won't miss gender, I'm sorry. And discusses at length a very simple proposition. What is a woman? Okay. Can people claim gender can be switched actually define what they're switching to or from? So Walsh has really taken the internet and social sphere by storm. He's a hard headed fighter. He's willing to dive headfirst into social battles. He's a devout Catholic. Now, the the whole point of, of what you're saying, Mass, and I'm I'm with you, is like, what's the objective of the documentary? To ask that question, what is a woman? And to get people on the spot of, okay, you're saying everybody can change gender and and transform or whatever, but what are you transferring to or from? What is a? How are you going to define this? And so is that if you can't even define it, how is it a truth in reality that you can actually switch to it? Now to the other point, and, and as you were talking, I had this thought of like. After the, the camera gets shut off with this conversation, and maybe he's not the evangelist type, so be it, okay, whatever. But it, it as a devout Catholic or a, us as Christians, is the conversation then had of, look, you want transformation? Jesus is the one who's going to do it for you, right? And and I am with you of like, we don't want to uh, shove Christ like a, a round peg into a square hole. Right. You know, where, where it's like, you know, those people who shoehorn Christ into everything It's like, sure. Dude, we're talking about taking the dog for a walk. I don't think <laughs> I need to over spiritualize this, you know, like good that, call. that no, good call. actually to your point, uh, a, a little call. bit off, but I think this is something I want to explore. Somebody posted on Facebook this morning asking like, how do you get creativity back? Like if, if you're in a rut and you don't have creativity and there were several people who posted, "Just pray, just pray, pray to God, pray to God." Right? I'm not saying they're wrong. Right? I I do think there's a prayer element to it, but it's like definitely there's also a, a practical side of of returning to creativity, and it's like, okay, does that become just a a a crutch? A crutch
1: of an answer for everything? I think then, so. You know? I and, think so.
0: And so that because it removes disciplines discussion
1: right I think it removes disciplines I think there's time to like go to the place where you first felt inspired of it you know like if you're creative right what what, what made you inspired uh I am I'm definitely I love creativity I like doing but you become that creative thought thinker you know that I I just quit doing it because it's like you know I I had to give that up I was so used to doing photoshop and I love what I like and I realized Preston and others yourself are doing the things I was doing. So it's like, what am I even doing? But it doesn't take away my creativity. It actually gives me more time to focus on the vision. Where are we mm-hmm. going? What are we casting? What? Right. So with, with even this documentary, we're, we're not capping on it. I, I, I recommend go watch it. Highly important. But to watch. take that knowledge and go out and win souls. Right. So the, the knowledge was good. Even when he went to that, that tribe, you know, I don't know where he was, but it was like, I forgot where he was, is what Dude. I'm saying. Um, and and it was it was good to hear their perspective and uh you know the morality but we don't want to be makers of behavior modification that right. will not win them right. to that will not win them access into the kingdom of god First corinthians 6 right we don't want them to 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 just be behaviorally changed we want their souls to be regenerated by christ their spirit we want mm-hmm. their spirit to be one with him you know and so you know for for if you notice, we really do talk a lot about the scriptures and we have to, because like ultimately the end goal is if America goes down and your hope was in that, I just want you, I want to read you the definition of idolatry. This is according to the 1828. And I love this definition. Watch this. Excessive attachment or veneration for anything or that which borders on adoration. Right? So it's, Obviously putting something above God. That's another definition, but this one really got me excessive attachment or veneration for anything or that, which borders on adoration sometimes. And correct me if I'm wrong, we will promote Matt Walsh, Steven Crowder, Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, Trump, whoever, whoever more than the gospel on our social media feeds. When we go out and talk to people, we'll put more bumper stickers on our cars about Trump and the and whatever, our favorite political figures instead of Jesus Christ. Now, I even think bumper sticker Christianity is, no, it's one of those (laughs) rungs. It's like the least thing you can do, like the way least. But it's like you're willing to almost seclude yourself because everything you watch, for the most part, on the conservative talking point side, points you to the fact that liberals are stupid. That's what they're basically saying. Liberals are dumb. They don't understand. We're going to show you a tweet by AOC here. In a minute they're blinded they're not stupid they're blinded by the god of this world they're blinded in darkness a lot of them okay if you can look at people as a soul not as a vote a soul not as a dummy a soul that christ wants to redeem my wife just said this on the last podcast could i have prayed for saul before he was paul could I have looked at Saul and said, he's a murderer. What a dummy. What is he doing? He's going against God, blah, blah, blah. thinks he's even doing it for God. She goes, but could I have actually got on my knees and prayed for Paul before he was Paul to be converted to Christ? you see what I'm saying? When you don't have Christ at it, your whole
0: motive is wrong. It changes. This, this just brings up to my to mind um, the book Undercover by John Bevere.
1: Mm, there you go.
0: Uh, and Bevere talks about he was sitting in a hotel room and there was a presidential election going on or, or a presidential controversy. I think he was talking about Clinton, though. He didn't name him by name and he was watching a conservative commentator or something. And this commentator was just railing on say Clinton. And Bevere felt very convicted because of that exact concept of, aren't we supposed to be praying for him? And then I guess this conservative commentator claimed Christ and all of that. And then, and he even he got uh, he got into a tiff with a radio host on a radio show because the radio host said some really like crude things about somebody, and then Bevere comes on and Bevere called him out on it, and the radio host didn't like that. And which is typical, right? And
1: and whatever you think about Bevere, the guy holds the line of holding. Dude, you gotta read, right? watch his, his his. I mean, watch his stuff. The guy, you, you can't fault his no, doctrines. I, I mean they're just so good. I, I but he holds you to the line. Yeah, and he's
0: convicting, and I think that's why people don't like him. Is like uh, he's he's a little too convicting. No, me. he's hardcore legalistic, or he's pushing you to more righteousness and holiness. Yeah,
1: yeah, and nothing he does is behavior modification. I no. don't think I've ever really heard him. No, he's not right on everything. Right, we'll always find, oh. and, th- and that's okay. Maybe a lot of his revel- some of his revelation might be just for him and his walk yes. and his conscience. So you got to be careful of those things. But I haven't found anything except for maybe the politics side of things that right. he, he 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 gets on. Anyways, Anyways back to the but, ba-
0: but that whole point of we've got to be very careful. And, and I think I'm not calling out. Hear me out. I'm not calling out. But when you watch, say, a Steven Crowder do what he does, and you and I were talking about this sure. before we started – I have a hard time watching him at this point now because it, it, all the stuff that's come out aside, he claims Christ and yet gets himself embroiled in controversies sure. because he's sure he's doing a lot of mocking, ridiculing and all sure. of that. Now he can be very funny, but the question is, okay, are we presenting Christ in the best light? And are, are we using tools that Christ hasn't asked us to use in order to get our, our point across? Yeah. Right. And so I think he actually diminishes his witness, Truth. especially to those who aren't saved because they go, well, he's a Christian, but you know, he's he, look at what he does. Yeah. You know? So,
1: so, so even to be more clear on a, a guy like Matt, um, I, I would say, dude, if I ever met him and sat down with him, I think it'd be a cool conversation. Yeah, I would I, love the guy. I respect him. I man. do. Gosh, you know, go check him out if you haven't. I mean, he's one of the most solid guys. Courageous. Dude, courageous, too. Man, like he, he does like show you, you know, with just a little bit of thought, a little bit of discipline, you can really think how to defeat a lot of these arguments, right? Yeah. And and how to do all that. But it's the same <laughs> thing with Jordan Peterson. If you look at the way Jordan Peterson d- disseminates and argues, he never has to mock anybody. You notice no. that? Oh. He is very good at just like leading you down the rabbit hole and going, conclusion, right. what's your conclusion? And they're like, well, you're just a jerk. And he's like, okay, let's get past that. W- what's the answer? Right. What are you looking for, right? These guys are so smart, God-given innate ability. I don't care if they believe that or not. This is God-given innate ability to, to study and show yourself. Like They know their stuff. That's intellect. That's good. That's a good thing. But guys like Isaac Newton used their intellect to glorify God. Hmm. That was their purpose, right? They did science, they did all these things, but they did it to glorify Christ, to glorify the Lord, to glorify creation. We'll right. Put it that way. That's good. And there's this thing with Matt, who I'm again devout Catholic, and he's talked about it. But it's like, what are what? I think the end. What is their end goal? What is the end goal of a Jordan Peterson? How are you going to change their mind when their minds are warped by a spiritual force, not a mental force? Because right. it's spiritual what they're going up against. And you can't even deny it at this point because the way people act, even on the conservative side, if you don't believe in demonic oppression, bro, sometimes the conservatives go bonkers, the, the extreme, the extremes, right? But even the extreme left is kind of going more of center. Like they're, they're now, it's like the, the bill you're talking about in California. Yeah, the, I don't see a lot of radicals pushing. I'm seeing normal Democrats push this. It's yeah. like, dude, this is this is getting... To where it's, it's straight up you're influenced by the devil. And he's given you over in a lot of ways, right? So how can you fight in the natural what is going on spiritually?
0: And I think that's what Christians have to remember through all of this. Is True. We're, we're not battling against flesh and blood. We're battling against kingdoms and principalities, right? So a principality, especially the, oh, the spiritual oh. principality over America, is going to be fighting the
1: spiritual realm warfare. Dude, dude right? why do you think Jesus said, go into all the world? and preach the gospel to every creature, teaching them all that I you know, commanded you to do. And he says, what did he say? Go uh, uh, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils, demons. Yeah. Why? Because their oppression, their thought process might not even be natural where they need to be convinced of the gospel. It may be a spiritual one that is oppressing people. Think about the
0: transformation of the, the demoniac who had legion in him, Right. Ooh, think about that difference. And it, like nobody would even go near him, and, and he's in the caves or the tombs and everything and all of that. And Christ casts out Legion. The guy is sane sitting at Christ's feet, normal, healthy, right? So you see that drastic difference between the demonically oppressed, and, and especially in America, all the demonic has to do is stay low key. Right. That's all they have to do right. because we as a culture don't tend to believe in the demonic or the spiritual. We tend to try and go the reason route. I think what we're trying to get at is let's be careful as conservatives that we're not just going the reason route the whole time because then we're fighting we're fighting Satan's game with him.
1: We are. We are.
0: Because if you get stuck in the weeds all the time, and, and I think the difference would be, you said it, are you doing it to glorify God or are you doing it to win? Yeah, dude, and, and once the fruit of your life moves through, right, it, it, you, the fruit of your life saturates you, then those discussions make more sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like yep. Because you and I, we try very hard with this podcast of like, okay, how are we going to put Christ into the
1: middle dude, of Dude, how are you going to portray yourself? Right. Because it's easy for us to go poke fun at Biden right. and every other person out there. We could do the same thing others have done. And go down that route of, of, of mocking and doing and saying, huh, Look at that fool, can't even stand up, trips all the time. It's like, okay, what is that going to accomplish except for a temporary laugh? And all you're doing to people is putting in them not to pray for them, right? Not to say, No, we need to pray that wickedness gets broken off that dude. Cause, dude, I don't care. I will say it publicly. President Biden, all these guys, they're puppets at this point. Oh, yeah. They're puppets. This is just straight wickedness what's going on up in these offices, okay? but there's bondages that are on these folks. And and dude, I I pray for a lot of people because there's I I can't even imagine the spiritual stuff that comes at them, dude. You know what I mean? And 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 at this point, you got to say okay, at the, the global scale, our own countries being divided inside and who's the author of confusion and division? Satan. Right. And we're divided within. We can't even like hold a conversation. And you could say, "Well, the conservative doesn't want to." No, no, no he will make a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Pray for that. Lord, give me that opportunity to sit with these guys and have a conversation and say, Lord, open that door for me to talk about you. Because he can do anything. If, 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 if that is not true, he would have never turned Pharaoh's heart to listen to Moses. Moses had no business going up talking to Pharaoh like that. None. Matter of fact, should have been actually prosecuted for, what, for murdering an Egyptian and somehow had favor to go before Pharaoh. How did that happen? Because the Lord opened the opportunity. And I think that's where, and what was Moses' whole end goal? The liberation of the people. Pharaoh was a taskmaster, man. He knew it. He was a part of that court. He knew. He knew how bad it was over there and the conditions the Hebrews were facing. Right? But his main goal was, I am here to let my people go. Can't be a part of your system no more. Right? And we're not saying don't ever listen or
0: watch these guys, the, the Tucker Carlson, the Sean Hannity's. These, these know, guys are incredible. I, I've got a whole list, and I, I do want to read these names. because please, These please. are people I was that, go there, that, that I respect, right? Matt Walsh, Jordan Peterson, Glenn Beck, Steve Dace, Mark Levin. Dace is the man. And and Dace, I think, is a, a different category because he's very open and, and direct about
1: the faith. I, he is. I would
0: argue that he's more in our vein. He is than just
1: a political. Especially more lately, after getting sick like that, he really came out and said, "No, I'm I'm going to stand more for the things of Christ." Right. Um. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, Glenn Beck. I think he's another one that really was like, "Okay, I'm convicted now to talk about Jesus." He and he's talked a lot about spiritual warfare. Yes.
0: So more power to him. Yes.
1: Sean Hannity. I don't know. I don't really follow him. I've never really followed him. He's talked about his faith.
0: Same same uh, frequency, I would say, as a Steven Crowder, but a much different approach okay. to how he talks about things. Like Sean Hannity claims Christ, he's talked about his face, that kind of thing. But it's more of a, "Hey, this is part of my identity. Here's the news." I think you Tucker know?
1: Tucker would probably be the one to me that is a Matt Walsh, but more on the Christian side. Yeah, Tucker is not afraid. I, yeah, he, you know, Sean can play the line a little bit. I've seen. Yeah, you know, Glenn doesn't play the line i think i think you you said something really awesome about growing a team and glenn's learned to build a brand around him whereas yeah. shapiro learned to build the thing instead of the brand himself right so now you think daily wire you're not thinking ben shapiro all the time you're thinking all the others yeah clavin and all them cats and even clavin and what's his name it was andrew clavin uh yeah, um, michael knowles Ma- my knowles yeah. gosh dude love these michael guys knowles. are so smart use those arguments, say, Lord, how could I use that to open up the conversation to win that soul? Right. So we're not saying to not listen to these guys. What we're talking about is where sometimes is the Christ in the conservatism? What is the goal? Is it conservatism? Because where was conservatism and these values birthed in God? So you've said this several times,
0: and I, I think it's a moniker that really sticks on this podcast episode. Are you a Christian conservative? Or are you a conservative Christian? And that's a very distinct difference. And I think what we're saying is we're we're encouraging you, as well as these commentators, of put the Christ first, become Christian first, and conservatism will outflow from All that. All the time. And you're... I feel like your arguments end up having more integrity and, and you stick more to Ooh. the end goal, right? I love
1: what you wrote here, but most of us are Christian. And if we're Christian, do we need to re-eval- re- reevaluate the mission? He says this. This is what Mikey wrote. Just listen to this. In other words, are we putting the cart before the horse? What's the horse in this whole thing? Right. Christ. Christ. Jesus. He's the driving force. This is what I do. why I do what I do right? For souls. Should we work from Christ and move outwards? I mean, think about that, right? You can continue. I mean, this is a great thought. This is a great thought. Is it a bit of a thought that, and this isn't tearing down merely uh, just an option, an opinion, but Matt Walsh didn't discuss Christ or the church in what is a woman, right? You cannot change people like that. They won't. And now they will in a behavior side, but I'm thinking eternally, I'm not thinking about this world, dude, y'all that some of those people he filmed, what if that was their last day? No, I'm not trying to throw something on Matt. He shouldn't. Right. But and, and, and this is in no way mocking Matt Walsh. I think Matt's operating where he's operating right now and, and doing his thing. I'm saying, where are the rest of us as Christians to say, okay, how do we reach those folks? You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of the people he talked to, you know, blind as bats. They don't, they don't see it. They won't even answer a daggum question and they're professors. Right. So they're supposed to have the answer. So I think, um, yeah, to kind of um the value of these guys is insane. I wanna say the value of what they offer is unbelievable. Right.
0: And and I think what's unfortunate is outside of say I am gonna go to point seven. Um outside of, of say Steve Dace, and I could consider Glenn Beck kinda in this realm I, as I, well. Yeah. Um like the, the Christ First national commentators right? We've got the Franklin Grahams. We've got the John MacArthur's that are Christ. Christ only, right? But there's got to be some people <clears throat> that can blend the two <laughs> and bring Christ at the forefront for the of the world. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but there is a way to be Christ-like, and, and you're going to see it more through demonstrable works. What did what what did Saint Thessalonians? It's it's was it Thessalonians when he said our gospel came not into you in word only but also in power. Yeah,
0: and I get it, and and I I say this in the last part. I get it. We're pastors. We're preachers. Sure. Our our hearts are. We're our sure. calling is ministry, and we're not trying to put that on a Matt Walsh or a, a a Stephen Crowder or whoever. That's not what we're trying to do. What we're trying to do is we're we're trying to say look. Let's not. I I think that the cart before the horse is very succinct in this. Let's not put the cart before the horse. Let's not use 98% conservative arguments and then, oh, by the way, do you know about Jesus? When Jesus colors everything that we are and what we do and what we think, then it naturally outgrows to the other areas. That doesn't mean that you have to bring Christ up in every single conversation that you're having, but you do have to be listening to the Holy Spirit saying, okay, Lord, what's the opportunity here? Where where do you want to go with this, right? Because if you look at how Christ interacts with everybody he talks to, he brings it to the spiritual plane. He doesn't leave it in the physical. Uh, Just the, the woman at the well. Can you give me a drink of water? Bro, do you think that's really
1: all he was thinking was, I need a drink of water. No, oh, he knew. No. He knew he, his he mission, knew, man. He knew full well he where he was going. He knew exactly gone. what he was doing. And you know what happens, dude, is what happens with a Christless, with a Christless conservatism, you know what happens when we're not standing for the things of God? This was Mike's point. I'm going to play a video right now, and you'll know the voice. Um, but he he, I was playing it for him. He goes, that actually rounds out the podcast here. But this is what happens when we don't take on the name of God. We have no voice against things like this. And people get struggled with this. And I don't know how you can get hung up with this, but this is straight blasphemy.
0: And, and okay.
1: notice, I want you to think
0: about, how would you argue this if you don't have
1: Christ at the center of, of, of what you do and how you look at the world? First off, the scripture she uses, like, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle for the rich man to go to heaven, it had nothing to do with his riches and everything to do with sin in his heart. So there's just, you're going to hear a lot of this, and it's soul plays on your emotion, not the whole, now, keep in mind, this is AOC. She talks about what is holy and what is not, never referencing what is holy and what the scripture says about being holy. She's just referencing, I don't think it's holy if we do this. I want you to hear this, and I want you guys to think, how would you argue this? and put it down in the comments below, right? Because this is this is what happens when Christ isn't stood for and people like this are allowed to talk about God and they don't even know him.
0: And there's there's <clears throat> not enough people standing up and defending the faith properly. Here we go.
2: It's very difficult to sit here and listen to arguments in the long history of this country of using scripture and weaponizing and abusing scripture to justify bigotry. White supremacists have done it. Those who justified slavery did it. Those who fought against integration did it. And we're seeing it today. And sometimes, especially in this body, I feel as though if Christ himself walked through these doors and said what he said thousands of years ago, that we should love our neighbor and our enemy, that we should welcome the stranger, fight for the least of us, that it is easier for a rich man, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into a kingdom of heaven. He would be maligned as a radical and rejected from these doors. And... I know and it is part of my faith that all people are holy and all people are sacred unconditionally and that is what makes faith sometimes that's what what prompts us to transform because it is unconditional it's not about it is up to us to love parts of people we love all people there is nothing holy about rejecting medical care of people no matter who they are on the grounds of what their identity is there is nothing holy about turning someone away from a hospital there's nothing holy about about rejecting a child from a family there's nothing holy about writing discrimination into the law. And I am tired of communities of being of faith, being weaponized and being mischaracterized because Listen. the only time religious freedom is invoked is in the name of bigotry and discrimination. Wow. I'm tired of it. Wow. It is not up to us.
1: Okay, it's now. Not-
2: It is up to us to feed the hungry, to the
1: poor. (laughs) Because she's not weaponizing Jesus right now. She's not weapon. We're we're supposed to do what Jesus said. No, Jesus said to go into all the world and preach the gospel and the outward effects. Oh, I can get on my soapbox right now. And we would have wrote those points, but there's a reason we didn't, right? Because we know how to come against this crap. And if she would ever face a real Christian conservative, which she won't, AOC,
0: this is an open invite to you. If you would like to come on the show and talk this with Bro. us, I get it. We'll be respectful. We will be. We'll be we'll, we will not attack, but we will discuss these thoughts because you have professed that these are points of your faith. And if you're going to use Jesus as a part of your faith, let's have a discussion about the theological underpinnings of what you're trying to say. So you are more than welcome to come on, guys. Share this part. I I open invite. AOC, have your people call our people. Really, me.
1: I so. think Lily's got a new clip, <laughs> but I'm saying like you, this is this is what happens when Christ isn't even exalted. They have no Dude. idea what they're talking about, and now we're seeing Satan, who has done this before a million times, use Christ's words against his own people. Satan quoted scripture
0: to Christ himself? Do you think he won't God, try to use scripture
1: against you? The serpent in the garden. You know what I mean? Like This is where deception falls into play, and the Christian who's not solid will say, well, Jesus did say to go feed the yeah, poor. That is right. not the only thing he said to do. And,
0: and do you realize her standard of holiness relies solely on, are you going to give medical care to kids? And medical care, and are you going to feed the poor? That's her standard of holiness. First, we have to figure out what does holiness mean and who is Christ? Do You notice there's nothing in that discussion about accepting Christ as the Savior that's your first telltale sign when somebody makes a theological argument of this is what jesus would do and this is who jesus expects you to be and blah 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 if there is nothing in the discussion about christ being the savior and lord of your life have questions
1: you know it's funny there's nothing holy about telling people they need medical care when christ can heal them boom oh there's nothing holy aoc about telling a parent that they don't have the right before God who gave them those children, that they have the right to parent them the way they see fit. There's nothing holy about telling a kid he is wrongly designed by God himself. You are now going against holiness and this is blasphemy and it's wrong. And you know what the real issue is, AOC? You're, 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 you're swinging at strings here. You're grabbing at strings with no basis at all. And now what you're doing is perverting the gospels of Christ and weaponizing it for your purpose, and we're done with this. We're done with this narrative that Jesus was all-tolerant, all-loving, and all these things. He was tolerant to those who did not know him. because Not not tolerant in their sin. He, He had compassion on them. He went to them. When he went to the sinner, what did he do? What was the end goal? Every time you saw him with a sinner in the Gospels, they were converted to him. They were converted to the truth. They were healed. He never left them the same. He didn't affirm the demoniac. He cast them things out. He didn't affirm the woman at the well with her sin. He told her to repent. He didn't affirm the the adulteress caught. He told her to repent. He didn't affirm the rich young ruler. He told him to repent. And this is the problem. This is the problem with this kind of narrative. I'm not mad at AOC. You know what I'm tired of? is the the baseless gospel that has been allowed in this country to pervert this. And now she's standing who she thinks is for Christ, not even knowing she's deceived. That is the most dangerous thing here. Now, I love you. I would love to sit with you. I would never mock you. I don't want to do that. What you were saying here was a complete perversion of the gospels. Something I dare say, do you even know of? Have you even read these things? Right. Right? And you look at the book of Acts how thousands were transformed after the Holy Spirit wholly connotating his character. you have spoken against the Lord of glory and said that those kids were never created perfectly by the one you say you serve and that right 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 there, that is blasphemy and that's dangerous that's a dangerous place to be. You're shaking your fists at heaven. do you not understand that that is this is bad do you do you realize for
0: her? The we as conservatives watch this progressive movement on this whole gender stuff. We watch them say, Oh, we have to change the outside, we've got to modify the behavior and the outside of the person to change the inside. We as Christians, right? So, we as conservatives go, You're crazy in doing that, you're going to mutilate a body to change this person who, who's something's wrong inside. We as Christians start making the same argument because we don't go to Christ first mm. and point to the transformation yeah. of Christ. Yep. We say, "Oh well, I can reason them into changing." You've changed the outside without transforming the inside. Do you, you see? Like totally, we're, you nailed it. We're kind of starting to run in that same mindset that they are. If we don't go, look, it's Christ who transforms. So when we look at all this stuff going on, of course, she says, you need medical affirming care. You have to have that because that's what's going to make the person whole inside. We as Christians are saying, no, 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 no. It's God who transforms because God didn't make those kids or those people broken. Sin breaks us. It's God who transforms us and renews us. It's God is the one who can make the big change. So when we look at the, they push surgeries and, and puberty blockers and all that, because that's what they think will work.
1: But it won't. I'm not even offended, bro. I'm not even offended at her. I really do feel like that's the, that that's where the fight isn't against her. It's against the darkness that's enveloped her, yeah she's submitted to it she's she's obeying it, but to say j- what Jesus would do or not do and not even like quoting it correctly right is unbelievable. Satan will now people will say we mocked her, you know, the faces, the faces, but, but here's what I'll say about that. The reason why I was doing those faces I actually did this when I was watching it, and <laughs> Mike was like, your faces because I was like, I can't believe this is coming out of her mouth, right. I can't believe it. I would love to sit with her, dude. I think, actually, it'd be cool to sit with her and say, okay, forget politics. Because Jesus himself had never, in any of his words, depended on Herod to do his work. It was the people that were supposed to go out and feed the poor, not the government. He never depended on Herod. Herod wanted to kill him. Shouldn't that tell you something? Right. You know what I mean? He never depended on Pilate to do his work. Herod, Pilate. Herod was dead. <laughs> well, no, he was alive. That, that's Herod. right. That's right. Yes. That's right. I was right. I was right. Get off me. I don't know everything, okay? <laughs> but he never depended on Pilate. He never even depended on the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He never depended on them. He told the people to go out and do the things he did, not governments. Look how, look how much perversion that is. and all, it was That had 1.9 million views. Now, a lot of them probably were like, can't believe this lady. Right. And then we as conservatives promote it sadly. and we push it sadly. and then always say sadly, is uh, she we didn't know
0: Jesus and all of that <clears throat> what we're saying is this argument is oh, golly, I it this is going to get taken wrong when I say it but it is what it is it's a satanic argument it truly
1: is a satanic um, argument why would that get taken wrong it's true because
0: what people will think is what I'm saying is she's a satanist and she's a cultist no and, no, no she's influenced Satan tries to use scripture against you, tries to use Jesus against you, tries yeah. to use God. Satan will try to cast doubt about what Bingo. you know about God. He 100%. Did, it,
1: did it right away, bro, right at the beginning of creation. In the Bible, who was that lady? Gosh, I keep forgetting her name. Who was like, Paul, Paul, we love you. You're oh, the, preaching. The, the, and he cast yeah. out the spirit of divination. Yep. You know, it's like, what she was doing was cool, like, right, I should say, in front of the eyes. She was telling people about Paul. Was yeah, like, what she was doing? saying
0: these men know about... Yeah,
1: Jesus, and all Jesus. of a sudden, he's like, get out of her. You know what I mean? It was like, because the spirit was wrong. We're not saying she was under the influence, like, she was a Satanist. She had a spirit in her. Yeah, There's a spirit in this. There's a spirit of this stuff going on, and it, a lot of it is a Jezebel. A lot of it is all these things, but re- in reality, they're, for the most part, blind. Yes. They are so blind to the Gospels, and... We've done a great job as conservatives coming and attacking her, right? Instead of trying to figure out a way to... Now, I'm not saying Matt Walsh and them haven't challenged her. Ben Shapiro challenged her to an open debate and he said, I'll give you as much money as you want for your whatever. I I can't remember what it was. Remember, he challenged her to a debate and he would give money to her charity or something like that. Like, they've tried in a sense. Now, have we prayed though? Have we earnestly sought the Lord for these people? Because these people are influences. Can you imagine if AOC changed and said, you know what, I've been wrong. Accepted Christ and, and, you know, this Yeah, my, my whole view of this was wrong. You know what the conservative would do? Come over here. We want you to speak for us at the next Trump rally. yeah Sorry. You know you would. That's what we're doing with all these kids. Let's get them to the Trump rally and go get them to speak for Turning Point. It's like, we love Turning Point. We're not saying that. What we're saying is we'll use them instead of admonish them and nurture them and raise them up in Christ. And that's where we need to be. yeah That's the conversation. And, and we've, man, that's a whole... Whole another topic. It is, man. We, we got to hold
0: gotta yeah, we gotta these go. We people gotta go. too. So, anyways, thank you so much. I I hope our point got across correctly. Look, I I do these titles, I do these these images to stir you up to get you to listen. You got to know we're more nuanced than that. Um, bottom line, we highly respect these figures in the conservative sphere.
1: Highly respect them. They're amazing people. Um, bro, Jordan is an enlightened dude. I he is not God, like none of that is in there, but good. I've learned
0: so much from the guy because there is truth that is weaved throughout so much of what he talks about. However, we can't replace Christ with these people. And there is a risk of doing that if we get stuck into the day-to-day small little stuff. Instead, we carry Christ everywhere we go and we put Christ into these day-to-day things because Christ can be in everything. Now, if you're walking your dog, you don't necessarily need to insert Christ (laughs) fully into that. Although, give him praise for the fact that you have two legs to walk your dog with and that the sun is shining.
1: Anyways... Love you. I hope you have a great day. We love you guys. Theseselfevidenttruth.com. Go check Go. out. Theseselfevidenttruth.com. Subscribe. Become a subscriber on YouTube. We're like. growing on YouTube. Share. The Facebooks. Comment. The last podcast was awesome. Check that one Join out, us too. Join Carrie, Carrie killed it. We, Always does. I we quit. In,
0: I sent in my resignation we right quit. after that by text. Every
1: time she yep. comes on.
0: It just blows up. So I literally, I text him Massey. I'm like, numbers look great. This I am be formally a- te- uh, tendering
1: my resignation. Lily Kate, this should be its own clip. Carrie Compost is the best of us. Every time she goes on the show, she just kills it. That is my wife, ladies and gentlemen. The
0: Carrie Compost Tour. The Carrie Compost to Tour. You. She
1: she should just have her own show. Yeah, We're gonna get rid of Live Labority. It's gonna say Carrie yeah. Compost. Yeah, we've this is actually our last episode. Yeah.
0: This is the, the series finale. Carrie Compost. It will soon be the Carrie Compost show. So uh
1: and she deserves it. She's a woman. We're fighting for women's. <laughs> Anyways, bye. Let's see you guys. <laughs>